Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 30th of January. Despite heavy snowfall on Monday afternoon, leaders from several opposition parties joined Congress leader Rahul Gandhi in Srinagar for the concluding ceremony of the Bharat Jodi Yatra. Congress Chief Malika Arjun Kharge, General Secretary Priyanka Gandhi Vadra and other senior party leaders were in attendance. So were leaders from the Dravida Munetra Kazagam, Bahujan Samaj Party, National Conference, People's Democratic Party, Communist Party of India, Revolutionary Socialist Party and Indian Union Muslim League. Leaders from the Nationalist Congress Party, Rashtriya Janata Dal, Communist Party of India Marxist, Jharkhand Mukti Morcha and Shiv Sena faction of Uddhav Thakre were also expected to attend, but their plans may have been disrupted due to the weather impacting air and road traffic. Earlier in the day, the Congress held a rally from the Sheri Kashmir Cricket Stadium to mark the conclusion of the Bharat Jodo Yatra. Gandhi has been on a 12-day journey since 7th of September last year and has addressed 12 public meetings, over 100 corner meetings and 13 press conferences. At the concluding ceremony, People's Democratic Party chief and former Jammu and Kashmir chief minister Mehbooba Mufti said the country saw hope in Gandhi. National Conference leader Omar Abdullah urged him to embark on another march. Priyanka Gandhi Vadra stated that people supported her brother across India and that divisive politics cannot benefit the nation. The Supreme Court is set to hear arguments challenging the government's emergency powers to block a controversial BBC documentary on Prime Minister Narendra Modi and the 2002 Gujarat riots. Chief Justice D.Y. Chandrachur and Justices P.S. Narasimha and J.B. Pardiwala will hear the case next Monday. Union Law Minister Kiran Rijiju meanwhile criticized the petitioners for wasting the court's time. Students and opposition parties across India are protesting the ban by organizing public screenings of the documentary. The Supreme Court previously found no evidence of PM Modi's alleged role in the 2002 riots. Advocate ML Sharma and senior advocate CU Singh submitted petitions against the ban. The petition by Singh was submitted on behalf of veteran journalist Enram, activist lawyer Prashant Bhushan and MP Mahua Moitra. The second petition claimed the government has invoked emergency powers to remove links to the documentary from social media and tweets by Enram and Prashant Bhushan have been taken down. Emil Sharma's petition calls the ban on the documentary malafide, arbitrary and unconstitutional. It also seeks action against those involved in 2002 Gujarat riots. The Information and Broadcast Ministry earlier told Twitter and YouTube to block the documentary which India has called quote-unquote propaganda piece. Media reports indicate that five people have been hospitalized after an attack by alleged members of pro-Khalistani groups in Australia's Melbourne. The incident took place during a protest by Indian citizens who were carrying the national flag. BJP leader Manjinder Singh Sirsa has strongly condemned the incident and called for action against the culprits. A local outlet in Australia claimed that a sword-wielding pro-Khalistani supporter was arrested by the police. The Victoria Police confirmed that two people have been arrested and issued a notice for the alleged rioters' behavior. This attack comes just days after Hindu temples were set on fire in Melbourne. Listeners, the Bharat Jodo Yatra has concluded after 13 press conferences and 12 public meetings addressed by Rahul Gandhi. But what was the communication strategy for the Congress leader during the yatra and what do his remarks in Kashmir signify? To know more, read Ryan Naksh's report on newslaundry.com. It is titled Not a Virtue but Necessity: What It's Like Attending a Rahul Gandhi Press Conference. We have been able to bring you such analysis and reports only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Days after Kerala High Court suspended the conviction of Lakshadweep MP Muhammad Faisal, the Election Commission has now withheld the Lakshadweep by poll. 
Faisal was earlier disqualified from the Lok Sabha just two days after he was convicted of attempt to murder and sentenced to 10-year rigorous imprisonment by a local court. The case against the NCP leader dates back to 2009. However, questions were raised at the pace at which the Lok Sabha Secretariat had issued a notification disqualifying the MP despite the possibility of a stay on the conviction. Issued by the Lok Sabha Secretary-General, the notification said that Faisal stood disqualified from the membership of Lok Sabha from the date of his conviction, citing provisions of Article 102, read with Section 8 of the Representation of the People's Act. There were similar questions surrounding the recent disqualification of Samajwadi Party leader Azam Khan as the Rampur MLA following his conviction in a hate speech case. He was disqualified within 24 hours of his conviction, and opposition leaders alleged that the prompt action reflected quote-unquote vendetta politics as legislators facing more serious charges continue to occupy public offices. In a new BBC documentary set to air today, former UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has claimed that Russian President Vladimir Putin threatened him with a missile attack before ordering his forces into Ukraine. The documentary explores the growing divide between Russia and the West, leading to the Ukraine invasion. It also features Zelensky discussing his thwarted ambitions to join NATO prior to the attack. The alleged threat to Johnson came in a phone call ahead of the Russian invasions on 24th of February. Johnson, along with other Western leaders, had been en route to Kyiv to show support for Ukraine and deter a Russian attack. Johnson quoted Putin as saying, Boris, I don't want to hurt you, but with a missile, it would only take a minute. Johnson emerged as a strong Western supporter of Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. However, before the invasion, he made it clear to Putin that Ukraine was not going to join NATO in the foreseeable future. In the documentary, Johnson also added that Putin seemed attached and was just playing along with his attempts to negotiate. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.